I'm happy they admit this on their website. They have not peer-reviewed their studies yet, and they're open about that, which is also, unlike Bulletproof Coffee, gives them more credence. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Kyle. And in this episode, we will be reviewing Brain FM, a sciencey music service, and we'll dive right into the details of what it is and what it's all about and, what, and our thoughts. But before we do that, Kyle, what have you been up to? I've been prepping for, I guess this is kind of spoilers for our next topic, but I've been prepping for uh, my first ever side project staycation. I've oh. uh, never spent a whole week off work just to get on side projects, but I'm getting a bit cabin fevery right now with the quarantine and just the weekends going straight to work and so on that I, I told my boss, like, you know what? It's a three-day weekend. It's Memorial, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I just need to take a mental break. And I decided with that mental break that I'm going to be working from home on my side projects. Mostly because like Amberly isn't taking the time off either, which means that I'll feel more pressure to work when she's working. So it's good motivation that way. <laughs> and yeah, I've been prepping for that. I just, as we are talking before the show, I just installed the writing app Scrivener onto my computer. And I plan on playing with that this weekend, not this weekend, this week and this weekend too, to learn more about it and start writing more. And on top of that, um, not too many things are different. I haven't really worked on anything exciting. Um, yeah. How about you, Mark? Lots of, lots of little things. Um, so I got my franchise tax done for the biz though. It, um, <laughs> if I would have checked the notifications, they had extended the, just like our personal taxes, uh, Texas extended the deadline for that, but I still got it done anyway. So I was able to knock that off. Then I did my talk or the online first summit. Um, that went really well though. <laughs> I went back to look at the video and I look like a crazy person <laughs> because of how my desk is set up and my my camera, I have two dual monitors, but they're stacked on top of each other. And my oh, camera yeah. is in the middle. So when presenting, um, I wanted the presenter notes. I put the presenter notes in the wrong location because of how <laughs> Zoom shares your screen. And it was the my presenter notes was on the top monitor. So I thought oh, so like that when up. I looked at the presenter notes that I was actually like looking straight into the camera. And I went back and looked at that recording and, oh, oh, man, I'm like, delete this it, from the Internet. I was going to say it's online, but maybe you don't want to promote it. <laughs> it. It is online. So I'm like, you know, I should probably just re-record that and, and just put put the video on YouTube because that will be much better. Like, I know the material and everything and I know the notes and I did a couple mock things so many times plus the live and uh, I wouldn't, you, I can edit it, right? So <laughs> it 
uh, yeah, I just looked. It looked so off. It, yeah, it looked like I was having a seizure. Well, and we're um, all like feeling a bit off right now with the quarantine. Like, we're all like <laughs> acting a bit strange, anyways. So that's abnormal. Yeah. Um, and then since uh, dropping uh, or handing off Austin Podcasters, the main bits uh, there, and now it's just the last few technical pieces, which aren't super critical. So those are just minor things I can do. Um, I fixed the rest of my May planning to update those to remove tasks and and things of that nature that I had for Austin Podcasters. And I also had to change my themed days. So if we go back to the episode where we talked about themed days, um, I changed that around. And now those like the Austin Podcasters Day. And since this whole COVID situation, we've mostly been recording on Saturdays, which were already Mm -hmm. my production days. I decided to just remove the TPL specific Mondays. And a lot of those were just simply replaced with writing days because all of my projects are going to be writing and editing. And so if Mm -hmm. I do any podcast, any video, which would be down the road, those would be uh, my Saturday production days. Um, Then uh, celebrated the notion pricing change. So, Oh yeah, this is big news. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of you guys are curious about notion, they decided to waive their their storage limits for text on Notion for free users. I know when I first started using Notion, I loved it a lot. That whenever I hit that limit, I bought the personal plan. Yeah. Now anybody could use it. Actually, I don't really need to pay for the personal plan anymore for how I use Notion, but I'm still going to do it to support the company. Same. But uh, yeah, if you've been thinking about doing Notion, this is the time to check it out. You can Absolutely. do everything that you want to do except for storing files on it now i think there's yeah. like a maybe like a few i don't know if there's a file i think there's a file limit i think you store like a few files in the free plan i, I don't have an app but yeah this is big news in the productivity sphere <laughs> yeah i saw that and i was kind of blown away because um same as you on the personal when i ran to that limit i decided to pay for it um and i d- don't regret that and i'll continue with it because you also get access to the api and I have some ideas oh, on yeah. what I can do for the API. And but for work at my day job, I have separate accounts for anything that I do on my day job. I, I don't want that intermixing with my personal stuff. Mm. So with the day job, I was using the free version, but quickly ran out of the block mm. storage. Right. And I was oh. like, darn, now I got to use something else. But I love using Notion for this. And now with the, the unlimited uh, plan for free. I can resume using that at work now. So that was yeah. great news. I'm going to ask my boss to see if he'd uh, be cool with me using Notion for work. I, I've been wanting to do that for a while because it is way better. Like we have Microsoft Office Suite mm-hmm. at work, which OneNote is fine, but Notion has just so much more flexibility. So, yes. And then I know that our company is a little bit antsy on cybersecurity, so I need to go through him to see what he thinks. But if I could get permission, I'd totally do it for work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's been my <laughs> big productivity news. And, um, also to get back into the, the thick of writing before I get back to my main writing projects for apex, this is, uh, I started writing a short story. So that was from a writing prompt. I think the writing prompt was, 
I waited for you, but you never came. Um, so, uh, I started writing a story for that. And the first arc, I uh, got 900 words written. Um, so I, I hand wrote that first to see if I would like it. And I'm like, yeah, I think I want to continue to finish a short story. And, uh, because I added two, because there's, yeah, two other characters and the scenes, it's probably going to be minimum a 3000 word short story due to the word count and per, um, I think it's called like, a about an estimate of maybe five to 500 to 750 words per character that you add into the story mm-hmm. and per scene. So if you got three characters, then, you know, that's how many words that you need for each of those characters. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about that when writing it. Otherwise I would have just kept it to one character, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been fun to get me back into creative writing so that I can, slide into the other projects without any friction. So that's enough about what <laughs> I've been up to. It's been quite a lot since the change. Yeah, I bet this is a new, brand new Horizons. Actually, no, it's not really new. It's just things you've already been doing. But you're expanding your your writing world by a lot now. And I look forward to, I think uh, me and the listeners look forward to hearing more about your journey through this uh, new path you're taking Yes, yes, yes. Ah, it's been so great. But while you're writing, I bet you write to music, don't you? I do write to music. Yeah. And some of the music that I write to is has mostly been, you know, we've chatted about it before. Like Chill Cow, 130 mm-hmm. Mood, uh, mm-hmm. Fear Dog, all great uh, YouTube lo-fi channels. But you know who else got lo-fi? Brain.fm. <laughs> Brain.fm. They FM. have lo-fi. Lo-fi, not lo-pi. Lo-fi. Lo-fi. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. So, Kyle, for the past two weeks on this challenge, we've been using and trialing Brain FM. So can you tell us what that is? Yeah, Brain FM is this website, uh, I guess, slash app as well, that creates kind of droney, ambient, less engaging music in terms of like instrumentation and more just like relaxing music and the idea behind it is that these uh these tracks that are both composed by a human and a machine together it's an interesting process i i didn't like too much into like how they do it if they even say how they do it but they uh they they work with composers and they feed it into their algorithm or whatever they have and it generates this kind of long journey usually half hour long track that plays in the background. And the idea is that this music can help you focus longer. It follows this theory called the the dynamic attending theory, which is the theory that our focus can be tuned by modulating the environmental stimulus as opposed to static environments, AKA you're working in a coffee shop versus working at home. You're working with ambient music on the background or the sound of a coffee shop if you want to do that. And so just working in silence and the idea is that it improves your focus and it helps you with creativity and all that stuff. Like they, they make a lot of claims, but not as much as bulletproof coffee claims. So it's a little <laughs> bit more focused and it gives them a little bit more credence. But yeah, uh, that's the gist of Brain FM. Is there anything I might be missing, Mark? No, I mean, that's that's 
that's pretty on point. So like just the, their sciencey stuff, right? Uh, and that it, and how it works is by influencing the neural oscillations that we naturally have. And with that, they're able to synchronize the neural oscillations um, so that they discover uh, cognitive activity. And it, yeah. it, it helps influence that and then helps create this distraction-free um, focusing for you by eliminating the what they call saliency or the uh, distracting noise piece. So mm-hmm. when you're listening to normal music, for example, all the instruments, the, the, the vocalist, whether it's a rapper or a singer, all of them are looking to grab your attention. But mm-hmm. by them reducing the saliency in the music, not any of the particular instruments and things and core progression that they select or choose via AI um, doesn't are, are all constructed to not grab your attention to be yeah. this remain this hazy thing or layer yeah. in the background. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy they admit this on the website. They have not peer reviewed their studies yet. And they're open about that, which is also unlike Bulletproof Coffee, gives them more credence. <laughs> because it shows that they're taking this seriously. And they yeah. have, uh, they assure to the website that they are working with neuroscientists to get these papers published and peer reviewed. But as of the day of recording this, there is no published peer reviewed papers by Brain FM. So at the current moment, it's just all speculation. They might have like a lot of evidence on their side that's true. But until we get those uh, peer reviews and those p-values, uh, the right numbers without p-hacking, hopefully, which is a whole different thing, uh, just link to it in Wikipedia. It's this thing that scientists do if they're under pressure to publish a lot of papers. Uh, it's a criticism in the academic world. Anyways, that's a tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> they're working on it, and they, they're open about their research. That's what I liked. But what I personally liked about it is the music. It's really good music. I am a huge fan of droning atmospheric music. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite artists out there are Carbon-Based Lifeforms, which they're a Psybiance band, Psychedelic Ambient band. Uh, solar Fields, Mark and I talked about this earlier on Slack, that yeah. we like Solar Fields. Or anything by the record label Ultime, U-L-T-I-M-A-E, I think is how you spell it. Uh, they are like the Psybiance record label and i listen to everything that they publish uh link to them the website in the show notes because they're really good if you're looking for just good atmospheric music but yeah i've been a fan of this stuff and brain fm has a good selection of atmospheric music and they even have lo-fi as you said mm-hmm. they had nature sounds which i didn't really like as much but that's just because i don't really care for artificial nature sounds they also have things like cinematic relaxing music, which I found some good songs in there. I'm like, wow, that sounds like it's coming straight from a video game. Like, <laughs> they, they definitely know their stuff with their composers they hire. Like, they have good music. Yeah, I enjoyed most of the tracks I listened to. I would love to go on a tangent about all my favorite focus music I listen to, but I'm going to try <laughs> holding back on that. How about you, Mike? What was your experience? Um, it initially starting out, it did give me a headache. It did. Yes, I did get a headache listening to it. So I kind of changed my listening strategy or reduced the sessions that I would listen to because I would throw it up and put on Infinity or initially it was like two hours. And so I was able to run quickly out of the sessions and everything. But putting it up for um, two hours, like it, it definitely 
caused me to get a headache early on that went away uh, over the two week period of using it. But that's very interesting. You might, yeah. you might want to email them about that. Just to, they might like to have that research, that data point. No, actually, they noted in their in their oh, they did? document. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, because of again how it all how it works and and how what they're using they're not using by 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 neural by neural right right by neural by neural beats I think by neural is it by neural um, they're not using that so it's it's a very different method um, so it was kind of strange and foggy for me initially in using it so I did change it to okay, let's try with the just small 30-minute sessions uh, to start the day. And then I typically switched off to my standard like lo-fi playlist or something else like that. I really like the music that they had. So I 90% of the time listen to lo-fi through Brain FM. That's my go-to. That's what I listen to. Um, I did try some of the cinematic stuff. And there was actually some really good tracks there as well. I also uh, used the atmospheric focus if I was doing any reading. So I would throw atmospheric okay, so focus That'd be like, on. like the coffee shop sounds or nature sounds, right? Yes. The stuff I yeah. skipped over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like to throw those on when I'm reading. There's even, I have, I didn't share it in a, in the, uh, last playlist only shared the music, but there are like some uh, ASMR videos that I listen to, like that are just like coffee shop sounds with yeah. like jazz music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so I like listening to some of the atmospheric stuff that they had on there and rain. Uh, sometimes I throw it up and just listen to the rain. I actually go to sleep with rain uh, mm-hmm. playing. Um, it's just I love rain. It's comforting. Um, so it was really cool to kind of put that, use it in those different stages. So not just getting ready and working on stuff where I mostly listen to lo-fi, but then I was switched to ambient or uh, atmospheric for when I'm doing reading periods and then uh, switch it to rain uh, when I'm going to bed at night or getting ready for bed to kind of just relax and everything. Oh. So Have you ever used a website, Rainy Mood? Com. I've never used Rainy Mood, no. It's a free rain generator website. I used to use it all the time in college. Oh, I think really? I used to go to sleep to it. And now I go to sleep with the white noise machine. I but try it, a- yeah. I try white noise, but then just switch to rain. Outside of this, it was like one of those things that I was kind of interested in, right? Because mm-hmm. in using it, I wanted to know what the difference was between just using their stuff, which you know, they're again, their claims uh, that they're having peer reviewed about their influencing, you know, your your brainwaves. I'll just use the friendly uh, brainwaves term instead of your neural oscillations. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the difference between that and just your lo-fi music. And, and yeah, that's we both have the same concern. Go on. We've talked about it before in sprinkling in different episodes and how we listen to background music and stuff like that. And there are longstanding studies regarding music and its effect on you Mm -hmm. and why I kind of gravitated more towards lo-fi music or um, things of that nature. And there's a pretty good episode on music. Uh, There's a Netflix episode, but I'll link to the YouTube video in our show notes. Uh, it's it's from their show Explained, and I think it's with Oh, Fox. I love that show. 
Yeah. It's a really um, good show. So yeah. they have a full episode on music and how music actually impacts you and affects you. Uh, I came across an, another article someone wrote about two years ago about the science behind the beats to study to craze. And that's the chill cow, you know, all the playlists that they have beats to study to and um, how the difference is. And I kind of agreed with the author of that article. And the difference seemed to have been for me kind of while I did like like it, it, it just kind of seemed to be a difference of one, a very technical kind of cold approach, and another is a more warm, emotional approach to the music, if that makes sense. So even though lo- the lo-fi music that I would listen to in the playlist will put me in a mood to work and, and just get me in that zone to work, it, it was just based off emotion and feeling like, okay, now I feel chill. I feel relaxed. Like I'm in a good mood and I can, you know, do my cleaning and organizing or crank out this writing or whatever else that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Those were those playlists gave me and, and less so now, but brain FM started off with, again, I got headaches um, at the beginning <laughs> yeah. and then it just kind of tapered off from not, not headaches when I reduced the sessions to just kind of this fogginess like it worked for me it helped me focus but it just I just felt funny I'm not Mm -hmm. sure how best to explain it I just felt strange I felt every time I used it I felt like that I was secluded from the outside world which is nice if you're trying to focus yeah but uh, my first week of using this at work was a pretty busy week and I need a lot of focus time but my second week at work didn't have that much focus work I had to do so I hardly use Brain FM for my working life then. It feels weird to use music that secludes you while you're just like doing light work. Yeah. I only used it for those particular ones. Like if, like you said, like if I was doing focus work, then I need to focus on in my day job, like cases I need to work, then I'm like, okay, now's the time where I'm going to stop listening to a podcast. I'm going to stop listening to news mm-hmm. and I'm going to throw out, throw on a Brain FM session because I need to knock these things out and focus. Yeah. Um, or, you know, post work where I'm like, okay, um, I schedule three writing sprints and I really need to focus to get these things done, especially when I was prepping some of the the talk stuff and then post things like that. And I was like, okay, here are things that are really, but I would never, like, I would never actually think to just throw brain FM and just, you know, throw it and listen to it throughout the house while I'm, uh, while I'm doing other things only when I needed the intense focus. Yeah, which is, I guess, how they advertise it anyways. They're not like, this yeah. is everyday music. They're like, this is focusing music. Yeah, focusing re- or relaxing music. Yeah. One thing I do want to talk about, though, is alternatives to Brain FM. Yes. Which I would pretty much say is any video game soundtrack out there. <laughs> because video game soundtracks are designed to be atmospheric, but not intrusive. Yes. And Absolutely. I find myself listening to mostly the Stardew Valley soundtrack. The SimCity 2013 soundtrack, which was a very lukewarm game, but the soundtrack is amazing. I might be the biggest fan of that soundtrack. <laughs> and uh, and a game I never played before, Starbound, has an amazing soundtrack. I listen to a lot. I'm working the game Celeste as well. I listen to all those if I'm working. And it felt weird for me to switch to different sounds whenever I was working, mm-hmm. mostly while writing, because there's this one song from the Celeste soundtrack 
called Checking In. It's if you ever play the game, it's the hotel level. And that game, that song is like designed for top tier focus. I, I think according to I tweeted this the other uh, the other week. I went to the uh, play count for that song. It has like four hundred and something plays. Wow. <laughs> like, I was like, can you tell what song from the soundtrack I used to focus to? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a lot. But video game music you could find like on Spotify or Google Play or even on YouTube. I listen to the Metroid Prime 2 soundtrack a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm working to, and that's only on YouTube, illegally, technically. But, <laughs> and that's just as good in my opinion. Yeah, and that that's a great point because video game music is you know designed to not distract you too much from the task that you need to do right the the focus that you need to put in mm-hmm. for that particular puzzle solving piece or or whatever um it kind of helps set the mood set the scene they do there i mean music is so i actually did an episode uh briefly about this if i if i could rewrite it i would definitely do it different but for my other podcast on constructing your own podcast and i actually talked about music and how you can use it and how it is used to help build emotional scenes to help instill fear into the listeners when they're watching a particular scene, right? And how mm-hmm. sound in general, um, how it plays a part and impacts and affects us. So um, video game music is a great example of music that is designed uh, to help you focus on a particular task. Yeah, like have that music is designed for helping you focus and it's great for that reason and which is where i get to my criticism of brain fm the pricing yeah brain fm let me pull up the plans again for reference i think it's like 50 dollars a year yeah it's 50 a year yeah it's 50 dollars a year for their sounds which is if you believe in the research and you want more research in this field and if you like the music it's worth the price but with plenty of other things like streaming services out there, like everybody has a Spotify account or a Google Play account or yeah. Apple Music account. It's just better to find relaxing music on those websites that you're already paying for than paying for all this new stuff. I, I agree with you. That was another point. I actually wrote like, I put like, even after two weeks, it still makes me feel a bit weird, uh, <laughs> but also don't know if I will pay for it, you know? Yeah. Um, I have my whole playlist uh, that I share that I use uh, the ASMR videos if I want visual added to it that adds like coffee shop sounds and other and rain and stuff like that. So there, there's two separate playlists, one where it's just mostly just lo-fi music and another that intermixes, you know, other classical music and, mm-hmm. and those types of, of videos. And and, you know, I even wondered to myself, like, Okay, yeah, it, it worked. It helped me intensely focus. But, you know, with everything that I've done, for me at least, I don't think that I haven't been able to focus or have not been able to focus with the other playlists and stuff that I currently use. So is it worth spending the $50 a year for it? Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't think it is. I, th- I think there's yeah. plenty other options. If I were to put a price on it, I think I'd be willing to pay up to $20 a year for the service. I actually, I would probably pay $20 a year for the service if it was $20 right now because I do like the music on it. But I don't, I can't justify that cost for it. Whenever I have so many free and cheap alternatives, 
out there. If you don't have a Apple Music or Spotify account, then and you want something to focus on that's not a YouTube playlist, then maybe Brain FM would be for you. But I can't recommend that uh, this price point. Yeah, I I I'm right along with you. I can't I can't recommend, especially like when I go back, especially uh, a few years ago. People actually got it for like twenty dollars lifetime subscription. Oh wow! Um, yeah, yeah, so just that- a single purchase kind of deal. And I'm like, you know, I'll be down for that for a lifetime, but uh, fifty per year. It's, it's not something I would recommend. So with that, uh, your final thoughts and score. I'm going to, okay, so I'm going to give the music a five out of five. I really love the music on it. Don't mm-hmm. give me a headache. I There are some songs I'm like, wow, I wanted to listen to this song, like add it to my Google Play playlist for my focus stuff. I want to add it to that playlist. Music, you guys are hiring great composers. Your algorithms are great. Whatever witchcraft are you doing over there? That's probably <laughs> why you're worth $50 because you hire great composers. But I can't justify that $50, so I'm going to give the service a three because I think that it's just asking for too much. But if Mm -hmm. you absolutely want something like this, it's fine. Personally, for myself, I guess this is like a really over-the-place one. I would give it a higher score if it was cheaper. But the cost is like your mileage may vary. And if you don't pay for a music subscription service right now, then... Maybe it's worth your while if you just want to find something to help you focus. Yeah, I'm going to go with a three. I don't know if that's harsh or not. It kind of feels like it's both like too nice and too harsh at the same time for me. I just, I guess I'm bitter at the price point. <laughs> so I chose three just to be neutral. But music though, you guys have great musicians. I have a list of uh, my favorite songs on my Brain FM. I have a month free trial. I think I might listen to those for the remaining two weeks we have left on this just to enjoy those songs a bit more before my subscription goes away but yeah uh if you guys were charging 20 to maybe 30 dollars a year i give you a higher rating and consider buying it myself but 50 dollars is too much how about you mark i'm right along with you actually i gave it a score of three myself um I think in my you know notes I wrote that I was wavering on a three or four, but because I felt like it worked, but initially gave me a headache. Um, even though they they do have that uh, listed in their documentation and their explanation of how it works and all of all of that, but it still made me feel weird. Even you know ending on the the, the two weeks mm-hmm. with that use. But I have already have an exhaustive list of lo-fi music and everything else that I that I use to help me focus uh, when I need to focus. You know, even with all the sciencey stuff that they do to influence your neural oscillations, I find that the lo-fi ambi- ambient videos that and music I listen to are done so by emotion. And so it, I like the feel of the emotion versus the coldness of what it is, even though I think they actually have good music. It's good music. Mm. It just feels a little bit cold. So, I mean, <laughs> the way I mean, the way that it works is that that they do have uh, people that actually create the the uh, particular that pick the instruments and create the melodies and stuff like that. Mm. But then it's thrown into the AI generator to mm. elongate that and 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 intermix between tracks and everything so there's not abrupt stopping and starting and i just mm. 
I know it sounds weird, but it just feels a little cold to me. And I'm all <laughs> about that emotion. So yeah. for me, I get that. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that was a three. Um, so with three and three from each of us and I, and the pricing does play a part in that as well. Yeah. So yeah, that is it for brain FM uh, in our review for that. So Coming up in the next episode, Kyle, what will we be doing? As I said earlier, we'll be doing what you usually do, something I've been envious about for a while, which is a working vacation, but considering this is the time of COVID-19, it's a working staycation. So <laughs> you've already done this before, so we'll be drawing from your past experience as a vacation and from mm-hmm. my experience as a staycation. So it'll be, be a bit uneven when it comes to the review, but it should be functionally the same thing, which is that... I'm going to be taking a week off from work and I will be spending my free hours working on side projects, primarily writing, but it might be a mix of different things. Just to get a lot of things off my plate, I realized that I was getting anxious at work because I had a lot of side project stuff I wanted to work on. And I felt like also because I feel restless inside the house. So, yeah. Uh, that's something you can't fix, but you at least get rid of the things off of your head. So I'm going to be taking the week off to work on all these side projects and and uh, getting these things out of my head. And we'll be talking about my experience of doing it and your past experience of it as well. And we will go from there. I'm looking forward to this one. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And now it's finally happening. So that's awesome. next time on the Productivity Lab. In the meantime, where can people find you, Mark? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkIO. That is AskMarkIO. And you can find my crappy illustrations and writings at my blog, askmark.io. You can also find this show, The Productivity Lab, at tpl.show for short or theproductivitylab.show for long. That's where we have all our beautiful show notes and links to everything that we discussed in this episode. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Productive Lab. Where can they find you, Kyle? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9. And I've started publishing my writing prompts that I got from Reddit to my blog now. So it's actually writing content on there. Once a week, a writing prompt I wrote goes up. And you can find that at quadrant9.net or quadrant9.wordpress.com, which I might be buying the the uh, personal plan for WordPress soon to get, to get rid of that whole .wordpress thing in the middle. <laughs> but for the time being, it's quadrant9.wordpress.com. And in the meantime, stay productive. That was probably one of our most focused episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's a record for us. <laughs> it was. Did, did you listen to Brain FM before you started? Actually, I did. I was writing this morning and I was like, I'm going to give this one more shot before recording. Oh, so it did work. So, <laughs> yeah.